And here we are, man. It's another week. It's the Hotbox Podcast. DJ E-Rock in the building. And uh, because of technology, we are very blessed to finally have Box Kev. Oh, I mean, I guess you're in the building. You know what I mean? So Wait, hold, hold on. Bro. <laughs> the, la- the last time that you and I talked, the last time we we were yeah we were on zoom no 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 yeah we were but you were talking about this health scare and your fucking diabetes spiking and you got a fucking slurpee sitting next to you right now it's 113 degrees out right now and it's water it's national slurpee day and I was like, you know what? Right. I, you know, you know what though? I, I didn't finish it. You know, I just had like, you know, I filled it halfway. <laughs> I didn't finish it. I filled it halfway. You're, you know what I'm like, saying? You're like the guy that goes to McDonald's, gets a supersized meal with a diet coke. Yep, it's that's me. That is me right now, man. I'm living life a little bit, you know. But no, it's oh, it's man. National Slurpee Day, so you can go in and right, get a free enough. Slurpee. You know what I mean? I haven't had one in a long time, but I, I'll tell you, this is actually probably this this shit will kill you. Like it is yeah, no shit. very, very addictive. Like I, I can't stop drinking it. But you know what? Since you, you brought it up, I'm, I'm going to put it right here and I'm not going to touch it ever again. Not oh, even for the rest of the episode. Not at all. Bro, at all. on God, I, I cannot even tell you the last time I had a Slurpee. I, I can't even remember. That's my first one in but, like probably 12 years. My, when I was in like sixth grade, there was a sub. I went to Westboro in South, in South City and there was a 7-Eleven right there. And after school, we would go up there and I would get the cherry Coke. You know, you mix the cherry with the Coke and made cherry Coke. Yes. Yeah, I'll tell you right but now. That's I was probably the last pissed. time I had it. I was so pissed off when I went in to get the Slurpee. Mind you, I have not had one in about like 12 years or so. They didn't have cherry. I had to, I had to settle for like mango lemonade, which is still good. But it's not cherry. Vegas fucking up. Vegas always fucking up something. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get hey, regular shit? I'd rather Vegas fuck up my Slurpee than my life. So, you know, I'll, I'll take that any day, man. How you been? Everything all good over there? What? What's Everything going on? beautiful, man. Everything is beautiful. I wish I could be in studio right now, but I'm fucking... Me too. Juggling. <laughs> I'm juggling so much shit going on at my house. I'm dealing with some, some contracting stuff, and I got some workers here, and... What kind I'm, of workers? I'm pretty much Bob the Builder. I got I got landscapers. <laughs> Today is landscaping. Hey, we're in Vegas, man. You got you got, you got to be clear about that, man. <laughs> yeah, I got workers. I wish I wish it was the other guy. Oh man, but we got a special guest on the episode. I'm a big fan man. of him. Obviously, he's your boy. When I brought it to the table, like yo, we got to have Bonta Hill on the show. You're like yo, that's my dog. I could text him right now. Got it. And we're here. Got it, ladies and that's gentlemen. It, man. Bonta Hill, 95.7 The Game. He is on the show with us today. What's going on, my brother? How are you, man? Big fan, by the way, man. I love your show. Hell, I'm a big fan of that 7-Eleven Slurpee you just was uh, <laughs> talking down your throat, man. I had one of those in a minute. Don't do it. Don't tell me that, man. Don't do it. There's a couple 7 around the crib. They're free. Free. Don't free. do it. Free, man. Man. I'm, I'm not going to do that, man. That's like drinking diabetes, dog. I'm, I'm it not is. Gonna... It I, is. I had half. Let, let, let's let's not sell this man short right here. So he's the 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 the, the anchor of the morning roast every morning on 95.7 The Game. Everybody, everybody, probably most recognizably uh, does pre and post game for the Warriors. He's been cutting his teeth in the radio and in the sports business for many, many years. And uh, first and foremost, brother, like on this show, we like to give people their flowers and got to give you yours, man. Like I know about your story. Uh, I know about the grind and how you started and to get where you're at. And, you know, us and me and E-Rock both kind of came up through the same circle in Bay Area radio. We know how hard it is. I know it's even harder in sports radio. Um, So to be able to get where you're at 
and to be able to do everything you've done uh salute man seriously like couldn't be prouder and happier for you man you deserve it all and and there's some oh, i appreciate that man I, that's uh it's pretty dope to say and yeah it's been a grind it's fun though you know we all do this because we all love it you guys know it being from the bay and working the radio sound you know the hip-hop station 106 KML, and and here in the bay area you guys know what the grind is starting with the street team or professional and intern mm-hmm. night shifts and graveyard yeah, i watched that van a couple times man so i know man. what it's like <laughs> man, that, you know, I all the time i've seen some i've seen some things you know watching yeah. that van so hey man watching <laughs> the van taking a selfie in front of the van doing all the stuff thinking you made it man and <laughs> Uh, you know, it, it's been it's been it's been a hell of a ride, man. But you know, Box Cav, we go back and DJ E Rock, man, been a fan for a long time. So uh, this is Bay Area royalty right now, man. I'm in the presence of greatness right now. Get out of here, Come on. right now, man. We in the presence of we in the presence of you, my man. So you know, <laughs> for real, for real, for real. But now, nah, man, let, let's let's jump into it. Obviously, first and foremost, I mean, I'm still kind of riding the high from the Warriors championship. Obviously, you had fucking front row seats to the whole thing from, you know, from beginning to preseason all the way to the end, being a part of the the parade and everything like just like what's your kind of like takeaway from from the season? Obviously, we you know, we we achieved the, uh, you know, the holy grail of getting, you know, to the top of the mountain and getting that trophy. But just like what's your overall just kind of thoughts on the season? Man, it, it- it was a long season, right? But it felt like it went quick because started in LA against the Lakers, right? Go down to Staples Center or Crypto.com Arena now, whatever the hell it's called. And, right. you know, they go fall behind the Lakers. They end up pulling that out, right? It's Steph and, and then they play the Clippers and Steph drops a 40 burger and they're 2 and 0. And then, so, you know, you blink and they're 18 and 2. And it's like, oh, this could be special. And then they hit this rut, you know, Clay mm-hmm. Thompson comes back, Draymond gets hurt, Jordan Poole goes to the bench. People are saying, hey, Vince Clay, start pull, and you get into all these different roller coasters, not to mention James Wiseman, who doesn't play a second in the regular season or the playoffs. You're, you're thinking, like, how are they going to do this with just a loony as you're big? Um, this, was, this, this season was unbelievable, man, to see them go through the ups and downs in the regular season, turning on towards the last five games of the season, going into the playoffs on a winning streak. You get Steph back. And they caught every break in the playoffs. Now, they earned these breaks, right? You get five days off going into the first round. You get another few days off before Memphis. You get some rest before the Mavericks. And I got to say, Boss Kevin Rock, like, this was probably the most gratifying championship out of all four. Like, 2015 was fun. It was like, wow. Right. Damn, we're champs. But we really didn't know how to act. It was kind of like, the Warriors are champs. Right, right. right. This is the franchise that had one playoff <laughs> appearance from 95 <laughs> to 2012. It's like, wait a minute. They don't even know how to pop champagne. No, right. not at all. We didn't like, even know how to win for a long time. Wet, you know, <laughs> they're struggling with the cork. And then, you know, 2016 <laughs> was special. And then they lose. They lose game seven, right? They lose game seven in Cleveland. You get the Durant years. But the Durant years, you you basically ignored the regular season because you knew where they were going. Conference finals, finals. Championship or bus. This year, you really had no idea. You had no idea Looney would play every single game. You had no idea Andrew Wiggins would become a monster on the glass and as a two-way player, um, blocking down Jason Tatum and, and pressuring Luka Doncic's 94 feet, Steph being Steph, Clay working himself back after missing 941 days. Um, this season was crazy, man. Like, And to see him do it at a parquet floor in the 75th anniversary mm. season with all those banners, those Boston fans were so shook. It, like it was like, oh, they're done. They're it was done. beautiful. This one was special, man. This was one of the most fun seasons I've had the chance to cover just 
even as a fan, like think about right. the Niners runs. We're all young. The last time the Niners won a championship, man, we were barely going through puberty. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. <laughs> we just starting to say, oh, girls don't have cooties. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 the Giants, the Giants, they get their three championships, and that was cool as hell, man, 2010, 2012, 2014. This one, though, is going to stand alone, man, for a long time, just to see Steph, Clay, and Dre win their fourth. Andre Iguodala win their fourth. Uh, win his fourth, I should say. Looney winning his third. Kerr finally getting his flowers, or I guess if you don't go on Twitter, he may get his flowers. Who knows? Who knows what the Twitty are thinking right now? And then Bob Myers constructed his team. It was just beginning to end, and it ends in a parade. You're like, damn. They really, it's a parade down market. <laughs> like, what? I yes. Expect, I expect they contended. I expect them to be maybe top four in the West, right? Get to the right. finals. That's a cherry on top. Cool, you improve on that. To win the whole damn thing, wow! Uh, I was, I'm, I'm still, I'm still a bit stunned. Yeah, now it, and we talked about it like on on the last podcast, just like the uh, the emotion that like we felt from that championship. It it was just different, you know what I mean? Like you said, yeah. like that first one was just like like we didn't know how to act. Those the the ones with Durant, you expected them, like it was just like yeah. it was a given. But this one, like to see that the tur and obviously to see these last two seasons, like what the Warriors have went through. To see the turmoil, to see like Clay dealing with the injuries, Steph dealing with the injuries, the you know the D'Angelo Russell experiment, you know what I mean, and then Wiggins coming in and just to see it all kind of pay off, it was just like wow, like it was not, you understand why Steph got so emotional in that moment, you know what I mean? It was like, dude, like nobody like thought the Warriors were going to get back to this spot, especially as quick as they did it, like to to have two off years, but basically because of injury. You know what I mean? The, a roster essentially has, you know, uh, some, you would say, like a majority of turnover. It was the influx right. of the new guys. You know what I mean? Uh, obviously, Katie was gone. Wiggins was then inserted. Looney was now your your, your big and at the number five. And like you said, to him to play a, a, like all 82 games and then, man, Iron Man season for him, like, it was just so dope, man. Like, I, I couldn't even I couldn't even put it into words watching it. I was just like, yeah. I felt that emotion that Steph did. I was like, shit, I wanted to cry in that right. moment, man. I, I think I actually <laughs> like, did cry. I actually, I right. cry, yeah, I cried a little bit, man. For for yeah, real, man. like, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, number four, definitely. And they're still in the hunt. Like, yo, number four was definitely special. And, and just like you guys said, you know, echoing everything that you guys are saying, it's just like, yo, like, no one thought that they would ever get this far at all, especially considering seeing like what the last two seasons, how bunk it was. You know what I mean? So, man, people were saying that they were over. You know, like yeah. what else can they say? As Steph said in the locker room, what else can they say? Yeah. You talk about those emotions. Now I was working. I wanted to cry on the inside. I see Bob Myers walk up <laughs> the parquet floor with no shoes and socks on, and I was so gangster though. And I'm just like, damn, they so feeling gangster. it right now. Joey Lightyear is looking like. How many rings does ADD have? Oh, five? Oh, okay. Like, you can tell they want more. And to see yeah. Steph show that emotion in game four and what was one of the more iconic finals games we've ever seen, right? I mean, seeing Steph show that emotion at the end of the first quarter and then drop a 40-burger, a must-win game to put them in that category with the Jordans and the LeBrons and Duncans and the Magics and the Birds. I mean, wow, just to win that championship. And I remember during the pandemic where you're searching for topics, right? There's no sports right. going on. How many top 10 lists did we do? How many, you know, who's right. the next year <laughs> team to win a championship? The right. Warriors are probably the last team on that list. It was like Niners. Very true. Okay, Farhan Zaidi with the Giants is going to fix it. 
And it may be the Warriors, but it's going to be really tough. They have to trade Wiggins, get more assets. They're going to have to trade picks. And no, 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 no. They stuck to the course. They got young thoroughbreds in the stable now with Kaminga, Wiseman, and Moses Moody, who I know Box Cavs saw the other night. Um, mm-hmm. Wiseman looking good. And then you still have Dante DiVincenzo, a sneaky, low-risk, high-reward move, a guy who's won championships in Milwaukee and at Villanova uh, under the bright lights at Villanova under Jay Wright. And he's still got the top six guys back. I mean, life is beautiful for the Golden State Warriors right now. So to win that championship and to see KD now say, yeah, I want out of Brooklyn. Kyrie, I want out of Brooklyn. <laughs> like the league is it's in shambles again. Damn, Warriors <laughs> got everybody shook again, bro. Again, everybody is running from the Warriors and trying to chase the Warriors again. again. But yeah, man, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's, it's just fucking crazy, to be honest with you. It's just like, man, like these got – you know, the, for these guys to just still have, like, that continuity. And, and yep. you just don't see teams stay together like this, at least the core. You know what I mean? Like, nah, they know. see Steph, they know what they have. Play, they've been together, what, 12 years now? Like, that's yeah. fucking unheard of, man. That's not, they've won 33, the 33% of their, of their, of their playing time has ended with, with a championship. Like, that's crazy, man. Like, Think about this, though. Steve Kerr's never lost a Western Conference series as head coach of the Golden State Warriors. He's been there since 2014-15. He's never Amazing. lost a series in the Western Conference, ever. That's like, true. That's crazy, right? As a head wow. coach of the Golden State Warriors. Dre, Clay, Steph have the most series or most wins in finals history, surpassing mm-hmm. Duncan, Ginobili, Parker. Like, all these finals lists, all these playoff lists, the Golden State Warriors, when we all play 2K – Double dribble, whatever, get NBA Live 95. <laughs> you couldn't even simulate the Warriors with a championship. Nope. And you can nope. put number 99, who was a.k.a. Michael Jordan, on the yeah. roster. You're still losing. Still not. Still fight. not happening. <laughs> for sure. Warriors. And now they're on all these different lists for all these records in NBA history. So, yeah, nah, it was it was great. And for to say, like, yo, the San Francisco parade was dope. It was fun. And to see the Bay Area show out like that in San Francisco and put on a great show at the parade, um, it was really, really fun to see that, man. And fucking Draymond said it was the best one yet, which was yes. crazy to hear. And I know all the people in that are still diehard Oracle fans really hated to hear that one. But it's like, hey, hey, look, man, man. the city could turn up, too. Hey, we could turn up, man. That's underrated. <laughs> I know it's a different city, but we could turn up, man. And Chase Center was rocking this year. This whole sure. thing about, well, it's going to be like Levi Stadium. But no, the Niners moved to Santa Clara. We all partied in the Bay. What nobody right. saying, yo, let's go party in Santa Clara tonight. It was either you yeah. going to San Jose, hell, you even go to Burley game. You had a couple clubs <laughs> in Burley game for that strip of Burley game. Man. I know Boss Kevin know what I'm talking about. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Blush. 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 Oh, my <laughs> God. Left it, left it Albuquerque's. Come on, man. Hey, Blush was a vibe, though. I, I used Somebody to love to going to Blush, there. though. That was yo, amazing. I got, roof, I got roofie to Blush. I'll never go back. Oh, my I'm God. <laughs> Story for another time. Story for another time. Oh, uh, what to hear about that. Uh, but no, man, yeah. look, the Bay represented, man. The Warriors have always been a Bay's team. That's what I love. Even going to Oracle, fans were leaving early at the end of those games. People act like the last five years at Oracle was like the diehard blue collar. No, and it was just the techies, too, because the Warriors got – they start pricing cats out. Um, and, and so you start you started to see some of the hardcore fans, and you see a mixture of cats from San Jose, Oakland, Richmond, Frisco, Filipino, white, black – the Warriors are the base team, and that's what's so special about it. So, yeah, they showed out on Market Street, man. It was dope. It was dope to see it that was. end, and who knows where this is going, man. They may have well, another Warriors Nah, they left. want more. Well, I, you know, I that, ran into – go ahead, Boxcap. No, no, go ahead. You, you're gonna talk no, about I, I ran into Draymond actually yesterday at uh, in, here in Vegas. 
You know, he was definitely celebrating that win. Like, you know, Dray Draymond likes to party. Hey, Draymond likes to party. <laughs> oh, he's definitely on the tour right now. You know, but yo, the first thing I said, I haven't seen him in a long time. He used to frequent a lot of the clubs that I used to play at in the Bay, you know, Infusion Lounge, Harlot, Temple, like all them spots. And then I moved to LA for like six years. So it was like, Yo, I, I, first thing I said, I was like, yo, we went from like literally turning up and then I moved and we went through a pandemic and here we are again, like full circle. First thing he says, like, yo, I want more. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. First thing he says to me, and I haven't seen him like face to face and maybe about a good like, you know, maybe four or five years. It's crazy, man. But they well, definitely want more. So, yeah. And Clay, Clay posted the, the video. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but I say Clay posted a, a went on his IG live again today. He was in the gym. I saw he was that. doing the camp. He was doing the countdown. He's like, not four. He's like, I want five. I want yeah, they're, they're going band. after it. They're still yeah, they're going home. after it. They're hungry. Well, that's that's actually like a perfect transition because I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you. And obviously, like I've heard, you know, you and Shafty talk about your thoughts on the off season thus far. Obviously, the off season is nowhere near complete. Uh, as you mentioned, I think it was this morning. You know, like a big part of the off season is this whole Kevin Durant. You know, where is he going to land? And that that domino needs to fall, but. There was a lot of Twitter GMs uh, on, <laughs> on online talking about, you know, that the Warriors, you know, messed up. And obviously it hurts. You never you can't keep everybody. We know that, you know, it hurts to see JTA. Obviously, it hurts to see GP. Um, Damian Lee. Yeah, maybe it hurt a little bit, but uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, you know, what are your thoughts on 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 what the Warriors have done and, you know, the belief in, in this youth movement that they have and that, you know, like we draft these guys, they got to play kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, even last year, right. People were saying you need to trade these young assets for Bradley bill or Ben Simmons or miles Turner. You need a veteran. You need another, another star. And a lot of people, even Draymond Green mentioned, I don't know if we can win while trying to win and developing talent at the same time. Nobody's yeah. ever done that in NBA history. Like I know the Celtics in the mid eighties tried it, but Lynn bias died after draft day. You know, you smoke, smoking coke, smoking crack, you know what I'm saying, and, and passed away. So this, And right. it's sad, you know what I'm saying? Lynn Bias was a beast from what from all the footage and everybody the way everybody talks about him. And then Reggie Lewis ends up dying, and then they couldn't extend Bird and Mikel and Paris into the 90s. So already people say they couldn't do it. Well, they did it. And now people are back talking about, well, you let GP2 go. This is Steph's prime. You're not doing anything to protect Steph, yada, 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 yada. I think people just find things to complain about. Look, we all love Young Glove. Gary Payton II was a revelation. But also, those same people who are crying about Gary Payton II were crying about Avery Bradley being cut. So I can't right. take you seriously when you're like, oh, Avery Bradley, hey, Draymond and stuff, they said keep Avery Bradley. They, they, what is Bob Myers doing? He should be fired. Steve Kerr, he's outdated. He doesn't – the motion of all this crap. So, look, you're going to lose players, like you said, Box Cab. You're a championship team. Other teams are going to pluck from that championship team. They want to capture that magic that GP2 delivered for the Golden State Warriors. But let's not forget, he didn't play in the Western Conference Finals. The Warriors smoked the Mavericks in five games. He really yeah. didn't play in the Memphis series and outlasted Memphis in games in six games. And not six games, remember, no Gary Payton II, no Otto Porter Jr., all right? Yep. So they won that game basically going seven deep, and they stole that series. So, uh, look, Dante DiVincenzo, I think, can replace Gary Payton II. Maybe not the defense and the impact there. But shot-making, playmaking ability, I think that's there. He's athletic as hell, just like GP2. They'll be fine there. And the young guys, as you mentioned, Boss Kev, they have to play. And I believe they're going to take a step. Like you mentioned Damian Lee. Well, couldn't Moody or Quindari Witherspoon, uh, Witherspoon replace Damian Lee? 
Jonathan Kamika, can he do some of the things that Otto Porter Jr. can do and more? He's an athletic freak. And then you got the vertical spacing with James Wiseman. So I think the offseason's just been fine. We're waiting on Kevin Durant to see what happens there. And then you're going to get a couple more ring chasers that say, damn, they looking good and go to state. Let me go ahead and take that veteran minimum, go out to the Bay and play four years in front of that fan base and try to get another ring with Steph Curry and company. Warriors are fine, man. This offseason has been going to plan. And, and and I asked this to both of you guys, and I asked this on Twitter last week. Who in the Western is, is better right now? Who in Nobody. the West is better right now? Despite the Warriors losing all those assets, who's better in the West? Maybe the Nobody. Clippers. Nobody. Maybe in the West, nah. West, nobody. So. Uh, the, the Clippers, maybe. I mean, but when's, we haven't seen John Wall do anything in nah. how many years? You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't know what we're going to get from him. So, that that Kawhi, he's been injured three of the last five years. Like, we don't know what we're going to get from him. They got a, a lot has to, to fall right for them to be. Don't get me wrong. If, if they're all healthy, they'll be in contention. They'll, they'll be probably one of the yep. final four teams in the or top four seed in the West. But, yeah, in terms of right now, nobody. I don't think anybody's better. I don't think anybody's better than the Warriors. Nobody. E-Rock, I don't get what the complainant's about. I don't get it. I, I, I love GP2 as well. He got 30 million. He got paid out. We're happy for him. He got chipped out. The Warriors can only go for so much um, with the luxury tack. And all, also the people talking about Joe Lacob being cheap, right? Uh, well, he right. He, he no. money. Dude, I, I don't think that's true at all. So Yeah, I mean, I don't on, think that's man. true at all, no. You want John Fisher to be an owner for the A's? We are going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. But, yeah, no, nah, you're right. I mean, the, the, the thing that's crazy is, like, everybody counting somebody else's money. Like, mm-hmm. you never do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you guys are worried about what a billionaire is doing. Like, look what he's done for this team. Like, right. if the guy's done anything, he's proven with his checkbook. Oh, yeah. He's not a cheap owner. He right. will win no matter the cost, no matter what the luxury tax bill comes to. He's going to do it. But let me let me ask you this. Is there anybody out there that you could see coming that would fit into the Warriors on a vet minimum? Maybe like a Carmelo or, or somebody that, that's obviously still out there that you could see coming. To the, would you take Carmelo on the Warriors? Well, I don't know. I brought that up, right? I bring it up and I kind of just like duck for cover to see where it would go. <laughs> and some people were with it. I'm like, I kind of wanted Melo a couple years ago. Look, he shoot thirty-seven and a half percent from three. Come right? on, he guys. had the wing, Carmelo. Hey, remember that Slurpee earlier in the show? Like, yo, you yeah. got, y'all want to see that again? It's like, <laughs> hey, hey, bro, hey, Carmelo come was on. not bad. Hey. Carmelo was not bad. I don't hey, know. Man. I think you can do a lot worse than Melo. He's you gonna hit it open. Worse. I don't know, man. He's I gonna don't be know. wide open defensively. Yeah, he's, he's always wide open. open. Like, you can oh. protect him. The Warriors with right. the zone defense, pre- predominantly zone defense in the final in the whole postseason. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So I look, Melo's there. Is there any other three and D guys? Maybe, maybe we got to see how this shakes out. Is Pat Bev going to get bought out in Utah? That's something I'm looking I would, at. I would love Pat to see Pat Bev and Draymond on the same team after all. Bev these is scrappy. Years. scrappy. Man, Twitter will go scrappy. berserk. berserk. So- they, they, they will they will challenge you they will basically be challenging one another for who can get the most technicals next year <laughs> like, <laughs> like that that's that will be that will be crazy right. especially hey especially if we go head to head with memphis again because you know you know uh pat bev had his history with memphis this year too so no no doubt that, so it's, like, and it's a lot of animosity Jaws in that chirping, game right Jaws still chirping so right Jaws chirping is he's chirping like mad man so it's all good but like other than that, like you, you get some 
You get some Kent Bazemores out there. I don't think nobody wants to go down that road with Kent Bazemore again. Being leads, unfortunately, going overseas. I would have liked to see him back. So I thought he was solid. And you know what? Maybe Avery Bradley gets another crack. Maybe he gives another crack. I didn't like what I saw from him with the L.A. Lakers, but maybe that's because of the overall vibe down there in L.A. with LeBron and A.D. and Westbrook. Who wants to play in that environment? Players see that stuff, and they're like, man, I'm checking out. Let me get mine. So there's a couple. I, I like Personally, I like the mellow one. It sounds crazy as hell. But the Warriors have done this with reclamation projects. JaVale McGee, training camp invite. Now he's a three-time champion and Olympic uh, gold medal winner. Uh, Nick Young, they took a chance on Nick Young and up winning the championship. Didn't burn them at all. The reclamation right. project is Sean Livingston. He turns out to be a stud with the Warriors. Most spates, we end up getting paid in China, but he wins a championship. So they've taken chances on dudes. Zaza DeMarcus Cousins, Boogie. Yeah, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins, Boogie. Boogie. Yeah. They didn't get injured if KD or Clay doesn't get injured. Right, they win it Yeah. So these reclamation projects, I think the Warriors strive with that. It's like, you know what? Let's pluck this dude. Let's make him a winner. And now there's going to be – Melo's going to tick a lot of people off. But you know what? How sweet would that be to say, oh, man, Steph Curry got Melo a ring, not LeBron. Steph Curry wow. got Melo a ring. Like, that, that and, and look, That's crazy wine. right there. Napa Valley's right up the road. Mm. Melo loves his red wine. <laughs> that is true. Wine that and scars. That's his thing, man. That's his thing. That would be crazy, man. I would, would love to nuts. see it. But like I said, everybody relax. <laughs> the Warriors yeah, haven't relax, even played man. a game yet. <laughs> Summer <laughs> League is going on. The, the rookies look good. Kaminga, he's got some things he needs to work on. Moody, the other night, went berserk. That was amazing right. to see. Why, bro, and, and how many times does a team, after winning the title, get to come back and have the number two, arguably the best player in the draft, could be potentially inserted into the starting lineup of next season. Like, and Wiseman looks noticeably bigger. Like right. he put on some weight. Yeah, he's like he's got he, he's got an NBA body now. You know what I mean? Like you see him backing down. You see him calling for the ball in the block. And he's been. I see. I mean, a couple times yesterday, he hit these little turnarounds that were just like. Yep. You know what I mean? He was looking. It was just looking great. I was just like, dude, we have so much to look forward to, especially with this young youth movement, and you know. Yeah. Having all of the uh and having all the vets there to kind of coach them through. So I'm excited, man. And you're officially back for for pre and post next year with uh with the with NBC Sports. So that's dope. Can't wait to see you back on that, man. You guys, D Wright, Mullen did a, a phenomenal job, man. And I can't I can't wait to see what you guys got for next year. Appreciate that, man. Like the TV thing, I look box heavy. You know, I come from the radio world, man. TV. When I went to state, I intended SF State. I, I didn't give a damn about TV, man. That kind of just came out of nowhere. Um, and they were basically like, look, man, we saw you with Mr. Fab in 2019. We wanted to just see what it looked like, and we were impressed. And for them to bring me back to that position and to see our, ourselves grow together, Mully's a pro. Mully's a Hall of Famer. He's the man. And he's probably even a better human being as well. And then you get uh, then you get D. Wright, who grew into his own. And he's funny. He's chill. He makes the team go. And then Festus, you bring his energy midway through the year. It was a good time, man. It was a good, good time going out there to Chase Center, meeting all those fans in Dub Nation. Um, it, I had a ball. I had a ball, man. Hopefully the fans had a ball watching it. So, yeah, we'll run that baby back next season. Kev, you there? Uh, Kev got calls, man. Box Kev busy, man. Box Kev taking box Kev busy, man. He got calls and everything. Uh, like Kev, you you there? Did, we, did did you die? Like, are you all right? 
I told you I'm in the presence of greatness, man. I could be Bob Myers on the line. Go get this dude off the podcast. You know what I'm saying? DJ E-Rock, man. How you doing, man? Man, I'm good. I'm good, man. Like, yo, it, no, it's it, it's really great to have you on the show. Just like I said, like, you know, I've been watching you on Twitch for, for quite some time. I've been living here in Las Vegas for about a good, I mean, believe it or not, only seven months. I've been playing here for about 15 years, you know, still doing the 49er games and stuff like that. Um, you know, before this, I was in L.A., you know, did L.A. radio, still do L.A. radio, actually, for like you know a good six years but you know i'm born and raised in the bay came up through the same like you know circles just like yourself and uh you know i, I remember uh watching the twitch stream and then literally like I, I remember i called kev i was like yo we gotta have bonta on the show and he was like bro that's my dog man i used to like you know just sit there and just chop it up with him like in the hallways like no tomorrow man like yo we could do that tomorrow I'm like, all right, cool. Let's get it done. But there was a comment that you made, and I don't know if Kev is still on the phone. Is Kev still on the phone? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm sorry, man. I told you this. Shit it's all good, and we're not cutting that out because hey, that's what keeps this shit authentic. You know what I mean? People watch Kev in Vegas, man. He's working on house number three. You know, he's got the pool backyard. Hey, got the lawn getting I can't even get him to come in the studio anymore. He's making moves, man. Um, I'm sorry, guy. I apologize. The mayor of Vegas now, man. <laughs> that's that's nah, that guy, man. I, I don't leave the house enough. Yeah. But I remember, like, you know, and, and one subject that I know that we touched upon earlier, and, and you mentioned, you know, the Oakland A's and stuff like that. But I remember how somebody had brought up, like, okay, if the A's move here, the MLB will waive all relocation fees. It was like up to like, a, you know, a billion dollars or so. Um, the first thing you say is like, yo, I don't even want to talk about this. Just tell them to leave. Get, tell them to get out of here already. Just leave. Just leave. Like, what are your thoughts on, on the Oakland A's? Do you think that they're going to end up here in Las Vegas? Do you think that it's even a possibility? Like, you know, how are things going with that so far? I fucking don't know. <laughs> Nobody does. Know, like, they're averaging barely over 8,000 fans a game. And I mm -hmm. even, I think that's cap. I, I'm, that like, is. I'm looking at, I'm watching the games, like 2,000 people there. People are texting like, yo, there's And nobody. it's crazy, like, the argument they're that they're people... They're counting the players, they're counting the workers, <laughs> yeah. the valet guys. Right, right. right. It's I'm insane because, here. like, if you... If box, bro, you if know? you watch, like, a Las Vegas Aviators game, which is their minor league team, and I, you know, I'll, I'll like, you know, just be flicking through the channels, and I'm like, yo, they're, like, sold out. They've got more fans at their minor league team games than they do at their major league team, like, games. It's like, what the fuck is going what? on up there? Well, the, the owner don't spend no money, John Fisher. He's, I mean, he won't even come out and talk. Instead, Dave Cavill, his little puppet, comes out and speaks. And you ask Dave Cavill a direct question. And, oh, well, you know, we got this plan and that plan. And Cavill, I need to ask you that. <laughs> What's going on with the Coliseum? What's going on with the owner? What's going on with the team? I mean, they've gutted their fan base. And I feel so bad for their fans. Even when, like, I'm at NBC and Stewart, Dave Stewart and Brooke oh, Brazil man. are doing the and post. And I'm just like... Damn, man. Like, that's depressing. They're in a back studio, small-ass studio. Nobody's watching. Nobody cares. You don't have anybody on that team other than Frankie Montas that's worth a damn. Maybe Paul, Beck, Paul Blackburn. I thought either Portland or Vegas was the two options. I wrote an article for the Examiner a couple weeks, like three years ago, maybe, when I was freelancing for them. And I was like, why, why the A's are going to Portland? Portland salivating for a baseball team. Do a little retractable roof up there. You got the Northwest, uh, Pacific Northwest built-in rivalry with the Seattle Mariners in Portland. But then Vegas comes along. And you guys are living in Vegas. Vegas is, is expanding rapidly. Oh, my God. We all know God. they're getting an NBA team at some point. 100%. The Raiders are driving out there. Every morning right? you wake up to something right? developing. It's like, yo, yep, are you everywhere. serious? Like, that's going in? Like, what? Yeah. 
Exactly. Las Vegas Aces is balling out there. They have a fan base. Uh, the Golden Knights killing the Golden it. Knights. Stanley yeah. Cup Finals as an expansion team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They love the Knights out there. Love you know, One of my close friends has been living out there since 2000, right out of high school. He hasn't moved back. So I, I think I think it's just a matter of time, man. Like, does the city of Oakland really want the A's? I was talking to somebody today. He's like, oh, we got to put this through a vote and put that through a vote. How many votes has this got to go through? Like, to, to put the shovel in the dirt and build the damn stadium. Like, it's yeah. 2022. Yeah. 2022, they've been talking about the stadium for 15 years. So I think it's just a matter of time, man. I think it's a matter of time before they end up in Vegas. I think so, too, man. And it, it's it's sad, like you said, because, you know, like, as, as football fans, obviously, as Niner fans, like, the Niner Raider rivalry, it's always felt different than the Giants A's rivalry. Obviously, like we had the Battle of the Bay in '89, we got swept in four games. The fucking city fell apart. Like, right. That, it, it, but it was, it didn't feel like a rivalry in the same way like the Niners Raider is. So, like, I'll root for the A's. I would never. Mark, they're wearing right. split A's and Giants hats. That's no rivalry. That's <laughs> <laughs> where split caps are saying it's cool. That's like, your boy Cole. That's your boy. That's your boy Jim Colesmore, man. That's your boy Cole. Oh, they're rocking split caps, dog. Like, yeah. come on, man. That ain't no rivalry. <laughs> nah, it's not a rivalry. But so, like, you know what I mean? As a fan, like, I feel bad for the A's fans. I didn't feel bad for the Raider fans at all. I laughed. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you guys was making fun of us for moving forty-five minutes down a one-on-one. Y'all didn't move. 450 miles away like now who's closer uh but you know i mean with the a's it just felt different so it does suck and i mean and as a kid like i went to both i went to giants games i went to a's games you know what i mean i used to you know uh go to both so uh, it really sucks for the fan base and uh it's just disappointing that the owner and and what they're doing with that team vegas would love to have them i think it, i think they could do well out oh, here. vegas is dying to have them. Uh, I, th- I think I, for baseball. A lot of yeah. dudes came from Vegas. Bryce Harper, right. Chris Bryant. It's been a few yeah. cats coming out of Vegas. Joey Gallo. Right. Yeah, yeah man. so I mean, I, I think it would be good for the city. I mean, like you said, like Vegas is exploding. They're getting pretty much everything at this point. It's only a matter of time before they get that NBA team. They get the baseball team. And, and uh, but yeah, again, it, first and foremost, it's just unfortunate for for all the real OG Ace fans out there because yeah. man, they've had they've had to deal with so much. I mean, so like that much. team just constantly i mean it's like a real life major league movie the owner like just trying to literally put out the most it's literally like them the owner trying to put out the most bullshit product on the least amount of money to drive attendance down so that they can relocate and move the team that's basically what it looks like hey look i know it's bad when A's fans are coming at me on twitter i ain't they can't say anything what they gonna say now I'm trying to cape for A's fans. I tried to get on their good yeah. side for so long. It didn't work out. F you, Bonte, you Giants, Homer. I hope they fire you. We're going to have a party where they fire you and this and that. They're not even cut out of me this year. They know it's bad. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, I'm, I'm living good baseball during baseball season this, this year, man. <laughs> like, it's bad. There are 8,000 fans a game in the Bay. Like, it's not, dude, it, on, it, it's not 8,000. It's like way less than that. It's, it's way, way less, less than that. Yeah, it's definitely way less. It's what they're reporting. And what's it's crazy? It, it's like even if you, even if you give them like you know like a like a like a nicer, bigger stadium. I mean, yo, you can't put lipstick on a pig. It's just not. It's still a pig. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna. It's not gonna it fly. It's it still gonna fucking be an empty fucking situation. So it is. You know. Well, I don't you, know. you you said you brought it up, and uh, we don't want got to spend a lot of time on it because honestly, at this point, they're not even worth spending a lot of time on because I'm just so frustrated. But, but speaking of bad baseball, what the fuck is going on with the Giants right now, man? Like, 
they, I mean, obviously, you know, they, they just won a couple games uh, yeah. this, this past weekend. But outside of that, this, I mean, I looked the other day, just I didn't even bother watching the game, but I went and looked at the box score. And it was the first time I had actually really, because, you know, you see the batting lineups and all the stats right. come up as you're watching the game, but you don't really comprehend the, the whole total it, it, as one cohesive thing. But I pulled up the box score and I looked at it and I looked at like the just the team batting averages and all of the stats. And this team can't hit their way out of like a wet paper bag, man. Like what is going on with the Giants, bro? Hey. I, I wish I knew because I saw this coming. 107 wins last year, but you saw how they played against the Dodgers in the NLDS mm-hmm. where they scored six runs in the last four games. And you got a bunch of platoon guys, guys who wouldn't start on great teams. Right. You know? And then you look at their lineup. They Before they won the two games in San Diego to split the series, they were 4-14 four in the last 18. And they're back to do your meet Mercedes <laughs> in the three spot. Your meat Mercedes is batting third. He was picked off the picked up off the street two weeks ago. Jock Peterson's your best hitter, and you may pinch hit for him in the sixth inning if a lefty's on the mound. Like, so I don't they're, they're boring. They're unwatchable. Boring. I keep saying this. We need some bat flips. We need gold right. chains. We need swagger. We right. all grew up watching the Giants. You had your you had your Matt Williams, but you had your Jose Aribe. You had your Barry Bonds. You had your Will Clark for a second. Then you had Jeff Kent, who was a red ass, right? But you had your Reggie Sanders or Alex Burks or Darren Lewis, and you had Rod Beck. You had all you had a who's who that represented the Bay Area melting pot. You had something for the Filipinos. You had something for the Latins, something for the blacks, something for the whites, all that stuff. It feels like they have a bunch of Marina Bros on the team that's yep. just out there chilling. <laughs> just, just, just a ton of Pat Burrells. Here's how you describe. <laughs> here's how you describe the 2022 Giants. They're still hitting a dab, dog. That's a celebration. I see Yaz and Brendan Crawford doing a dab. And I, I didn't even know the name of it because it's so old. I was like, yo, they do that one celebration. I'm telling somebody, I'm kind of like an old guy. Like, yo, what's that celebration they used to do back in this? Oh, oh no. Yeah, the Giants are doing the dab in 2022. Like, oh, my so, God. So, so they got a lot of money. And I guarantee you this, Larry Bear, who will spend money. The Giants have proven they can spend money. They just don't spend it wisely. Well, see, that's the thing, though, is a lot of people have been saying that there's been reports now that ownership is telling them not to spend money. Yeah. Like they're trying to they're trying to tail it back or trying to pull it back. Now, is that now do we think that that's because they're waiting for these big contracts to come off of the books, the, the Brandon Crawfords, the Brandon Belts, the, the Evan Longoria's so that they have a chance at an Aaron Judge next year? Or is just this the new wave of baseball because you got Farhan who came up through that money ball system? Well, number one, I don't think Judge is coming. As much no, as I don't think so either. No, I don't think right. so. No. Looking at this lineup, saying, "What do I'm in Yankee Stadium at this short park with right. Stanton behind me, and I got right. Mayhew, and I got all these dudes. I'm not going out there to play with the hit in front of Wilmer Flores. You kidding me? No disrespect to Wilmer Flores. Aaron Judge uh, not doing that. He'll go to uh, L.A. if he's going right. to go to California. They go play for the Dodgers. All right, Anaheim, bro. Watch out Anaheim. for Anaheim. Uh, nah, money nobody wants to play in Anaheim. They bro. Yeah, they'll spend money and lose ninety like it's nothing. Um, <laughs> I, look, I, I think there's a few things happening here. One, yeah, they didn't want to let go of Brandon Crawford, but they have one player on the books going into 2024, and that's Anthony DiSclefani. So money's not going to be an issue moving forward. Longoria's going to be off the books soon. Belt's going to be gone after the year. That that whole era, Brandon Belt is done finally. We can all move on from him. And hey, how many how many years did we say this is the year Brandon Belt gets twenty? Oh, how many years did we say that? Never happened. Like, somebody, somebody, he'll leave, and somebody can 
can go debate with their grandpa about how Brandon Belt was a top five first baseman in Giants history, <laughs> whatnot. I don't, I don't really care, but he's going to be gone, right? Right. And then he'll be a Diamondback at some point. They keep telling us, they keep telling us <laughs> about the farm system, right? Yeah, he might be back, knowing his team, but they keep talking about the farm system. These dudes are like a year and a half away, a yeah. year and a half away. So how long do we have to wait? How long do we have to be patient because the yard is paid off? You're losing fans. They went from 30,000 season ticket holders to under 15,000 season ticket holders. I went to a Sunday game with my girl a couple Sundays ago, and it was the driest Sunday afternoon game I've ever seen in my life. The atmosphere was terrible. The in-game entertainment's awful. You're still busting out the kiss cam in 2022. <laughs> we got to spark this baby up. You got dudes walking up to the plate with country music. Uh, and like the president yeah. is, I'm like, bro, is this suicidal? <laughs> is this devil worship music? What the hell are I listening to right now? What's this oh, dude? No. Oh, like, man. No name dude, the name on the jersey walks up to the plate. Austin Slater or somebody. So I don't know. Look, I, I tell you what, though. Larry, I don't know how much juice Larry Bear has anymore after what happened with him, right? But I saw him at Chase Center during one of the playoff games, and he looking around like, Damn, it's splitting here. They got Jordan Poole come off the bench. You got Kaminga dunking in warm-ups. You got Wiggins locking dudes up. Curry's breaking angles. I miss this. And you're falling behind the pecking order in the Bay Area. Niners got their stars, right? Trey Lance, Kittle, Warner, Bosa. You know, who else? You got Debo. You got IU coming aboard. And then, of course, you got the Warriors. So, Giants are getting lost in the shuffle. Like, I keep counting down the days of training camp. Like, look, Giants, you got about 15 days. Until we move off, it's over. It's over. Yeah, it's over. Right. And we're talking August, and you got too much of baseball left, and nobody gives a damn. That that is true. We don't care. You want to go fight battle for the wild card? Have fun. We won't be talking about you. We're breaking down Trey Lance as the Packers preseason week one for three hours long. So go get some dudes. You got to go get some dudes. So I don't. Honestly, I don't know what the plan is. You wait for the farm system, or you're going to go spend some money on some dudes. It doesn't seem like that's Farhan's philosophy. He's going to wait, wait, wait. And maybe he has carte blanche to where they're saying, look, your seat's not going to be hot. You can run this team, strip it down to the studs, and then build it up from the farm. I guess you want to do that. But this is an impatient market. Warriors just want to chat each other. Three We're spoiled. Ago, the Bay Area is spoiled. Moves. You know what I'm right. saying? Like right. the Niners. People cannot wait to get Jimmy Garoppolo off the team. They don't care. They want Debo to get his money. The Giants are going to continue to fall behind. And despite the A's playing lousy, you're still losing fans. You're losing the younger fans. You lose, the younger fans are saying, I want to go watch Acuna. I want to go watch Joey Otani. I want to watch Julio Rodriguez in Seattle. Who's on the Giants that we can get up? Me, uh, us three right now. We're saying, yo, let's go to the Giants. Who are you going to go see? The opposing uh, team. Uh, I, I can't name. I can't name one player. Although I will say, uh, uh, Mercedes was actually at the club popping a lot of bottles in San Diego when I was there. Not the first time I ever heard of him. He looks like he had a good time. <laughs> no, it's crazy. They came into the DJ booth. Yo, the Giants are in here. I'm like, who? There's like that guy right there. I was like, who the hell is that guy? <laughs> I picked him up off the street two weeks ago. He's back to clean up. I shouted him out though, man. Hey, I'm from the Bay Area. I got to show love, you know, so I did, but I didn't know who he was until literally, like, you know, that very moment in San Diego. But, you know, I'm not not downing anybody or whatever, but I'm just saying I didn't know who he was until, you know, there's like, yo, so and so Mercedes, you know, wants a shout out. I'm like, all right, cool, no problem. What does he do? And I even think even my boy that was even a diehard Giants fan for a long time, probably even more than me, was going like, oh, I think he's a pitcher. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and they got 
names on the jerseys now. Which is right. they doing. I love the home, no name jerseys, just number. Oh, well, the fans don't know who's this and that. Look at the scoreboard. Pay attention. They right. show you the names right. all day long on TV or at the game. Oh, well, we got to put names on the jerseys because nobody knows who they are. Well, I still don't know who these dudes are. Like, I still don't just, know, right? I, I don't – everything about the Giants right now just smells bad. It smells really, really bad. And, like, you got your Giants homers out there saying just believe in Farhan, believe in Farhan. It's unbelievable to me that John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, Steve Kerr, Bob Myers get a lot more heat than Kaplan and Farhan. It's like these dudes have won championships and gotten us close to championships And John Lynch and Shanahan. The Giants had one year. It was great. It was fun. It was a lot of ninth inning dramatics, and you play the Dodgers, you lose in five, and you've gotten worse since then. You're losing out, Giants. Like, so I don't – Fox Kev and DJ E-Rock, I don't, I don't know what the plan is. I don't. I don't know. I, we're, we're waiting on something. We're waiting on something. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. But, yeah, as of right now, I, I'm, a, I'm box course. I'm box score checking. I'm not – I mean, <laughs> we're, we're although we are kind of – we are kind of in that, you know, kind of right. off season officially where basketball is done with. We got, like you said, another month or so before, you know, preseason starts. Luckily, OTA starts in a few weeks so we right. can talk about Trey, Trey Lance's arm fatigue for fucking, right. you know, hours upon end. But, yeah, man, Giants, the time, your clock is ticking, man. Time is, is almost up. I'll be at the so, Aviators uh, game. I'll be at the Aviators game out in Summerlin, yeah. man. So. Right, at least in Vegas you got you got good ambiance. Dude, we're talking more summer league basketball than Giants baseball. That's true. Like, follow Ben Carroll and, and and Keegan Murray going at it in summer league in double OT. I'd rather right. talk about that. We're talking yeah. Kaminga and Wiseman drinking <laughs> their games out and Mike Mac McClung going full yellow out there, hitting Euro steps or whatnot, trying to get an NBA job. I'd rather talk about that than the Giants. Because they don't yeah. have an Aaron Judge. They don't have anybody close to that. Nobody inspires you to go to the game. Somebody say, hey, here's some free tickets to go to the Giants game. I'm good. I'm going to just watch it at the crib. I may watch it yeah. at the crib. I'm going to have Stranger Things on, watching it on my phone, maybe just, okay, zero, zero, four, <laughs> eight, all right, cool, whatever. I'm going to go I'm gonna go for an inning, go get some grog fries, some chicken strips, a Ghirardelli Sunday, and I'm out. Hey, you can't forget That's the crazy it. crab, man. The crazy crab going, behind the I'm scoreboard. Wow. Oh, yeah, that right. crazy crab. Is that is, I'm that going is just the to one. get food, and then I'm out. Yeah, nah. Yeah, and nah, even the lines are long. The concession stands are taking a step back in Oracle Park. They're taking hella long to go get uh, 40 minutes to get some garlic fries and uh, ticket tenders now, man. And they're skimpy yeah. with that. We're big boys, man. <laughs> we big boys. They used to be fat. They used to throw those tenders on there, and they may throw you the plug with the fourth one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, man, yeah, I'm good for the game. Now you're like, damn, that's it? Dry that's ass it. chicken tenders, man. Oh, uh, man, that is too much, man. Well, We'll see. We'll see what happens. The Giants got a lot of work to do. Uh, but, yeah, let, let's talk to – I mean, it, it, you know, it's, it's crazy. We could talk A's. We could talk Giants. We could talk Warriors. But there's just nothing like football, man. There is nothing. nothing. Football will always reign supreme. The Warriors are the Bay Area's team. That's right. a fact. But they still ain't pulling numbers like the Niners. Like, no. that's just a fact. It's no. numbers don't lie. Yeah. And – the Niners, obviously, this whole offseason has had already so many different uh, kind of stories come out. We've been we've been following close as, uh, you know, this leak comes out, this leak comes out, uh, you know, Debo's demands a trade and he wants out of San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo goes and gets the surgery and apparently throws the whole Niners offseason, uh, in, in, you know, for 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 a loop and. Everything's kind of all over the place. Um, 
what out of everything that has kind of transpired so far this offseason, what is kind of like the thing that sticks out to you the most? And uh, and what is the the thing that you're you're kind of looking forward to the most? Or, or go ahead, E. I, I got to recuse. Yeah, no, I got I got to recuse myself from this conversation since yeah, yeah, I'm, <laughs> since oh, I'm, yeah. a, I'm an official no, employee of the Fort Niners. This is gonna be on yeah, YouTube, guys. So I got to recuse we myself. <laughs> we need you at Levi's, big dog. I'll let you guys talk. I'll come back when you guys want to talk. You know, Raiders or something like that. So you know, somebody got to play the Kodak Black for us, bro. It's a sticky situation, man. Hey, look. It's the Debo thing for me because the Garoppolo stuff, like, everybody's like Indianapolis, Cleveland. I was like, look, dude, he just had surgery. There's no market for him. They're not bozos. These other teams, well, some of these teams are bozos, right? But they ain't that dumb to where they're going to trade a high pick, whether it's second, third, fourth rounder, because you're not getting a first for Jimmy Garoppolo. Nobody's doing that. They're not silly. And Plus guy, 24 million. Yeah, yeah, 24 million, 25 million, whatever it is. And you're not going to go trade for a quarterback who can't throw until late July, if then. Right. Like his agent, Don, he could say, yeah, he's progressing well. He's on track. But you don't know. He has no rapport with your wide receivers, your tight ends or whatnot. Hasn't been in the playbook at all. So nobody's going to trade for that. So Jimmy kind of stuck it to him. And I was like, all right, that's the Jimmy news. I had Jimmy fatigue very early. It was the Debo situation for me. Because Debo acted a bit immature. And I get it. You want your money. You don't want to play running back. Debo, you won't get taken care of. They're going to take care of you. Before a while, I was like, man, does this guy really want to be a New York Jet? You really want to become irrelevant? Like, you will go to the AFC East, finish in third and fourth place, and nobody will be talking about you whatsoever. You really want to leave this situation with Kyle Shanahan and George Kittle and Brendan Ayu? So that was the biggest thing that really kind of – I was befuddled by it because I didn't follow it up until it got real. After a while, like the rumors, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to get involved. Debo's whatever. And I started peeping his Instagram – what the hell is this dude doing? What is he talking about? Now, I forget he's a young man. He's from the South. But I was just like, damn, like, this guy really want to leave after that season? Come on, bro. you like, you really want to go be a Jet? We'll give you two first-round picks then, a third, and I'll move off of you. Like, that's how I was feeling at the time. So right. that move right there, that storyline really was the one for me um, that really kind of took off this offseason. The Jimmy stuff was like, whatever. I've right. always believed Trey Lance is going to be the guy in year two. Like, I wouldn't listen to the Jet. You are talking about, hey, man, we'll be comfortable keeping Jimmy for two years and having Trey Sipper, too. No, you're not. Come on. No, you're not. Yeah. Stop the cap. You're not wasting those low low cap number years with him riding the pine. That's just not no. how it works. Not after that playoff run. Not after right. that playoff run where Jimmy basically threw the Cowboys back into the game. <laughs> Couldn't throw anything in Green Bay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we saw what happened. We actually relived the NFC Championship today on the show. And I was like, stuck like, yo. I'm thinking about that game and everything that went wrong. And then you go back and watch the game, the broadcast with Troy Aikman, where he's like, you know, Joe, I'm afraid it's going to come down to Jimmy Garoppolo. And I'm not sure that's a good thing. And I'm just like, no, it wasn't, Troy. It wasn't a it good thing. It was not. We, we, <laughs> so we, saw, we saw that one coming, man, for sure. But no, it, it, it's – yeah, I agree. Uh, the Debo thing definitely was was a it's little weird, surprising. Huh? Like, you meant it was just – the way he went about it was just, I, I, I think, was a little, I think he probably was getting the wrong information. I don't want to say it was all him or whatever, but I think somebody was advising him incorrectly. The Niners historically have always taken care of their guys and historically have always done the deals the week before the season starts. You know what I mean? That's just the way it's always happened. Yep. So, like, I still think everybody, and, and you know, it's funny is like, and I, I love that, like, 
my nephews are, are now like getting passionate about sports the way that I was as a kid. So, you know, they're screenshotting everything and sending it to me. I'm like, relax. I'm like, this is part right. of the game. This is, it's all going to work out. Debo's not going nowhere. He is still contractually obligated right. to the 49ers. Right. And at the end of the day, I think it's all going to work out. I think he's going to get his money. I think he's going to report and, and, and all will be well, but um, in the mini camp box. Kev. So I was right. like, in the mini camp, I was like, Oh, right. good. He didn't have to come. He came. He's fine. And I heard, I heard on the DL that he was house shopping out in the Bay. So I was like, Oh, that's a good thing. He knows he's about mm. to get that paper. Bosa's okay. about to get his paper, and the Niners are going to be rolling, paper. man. Mook Dog, hey, Javon Kinlaw looks – look, man, I'm at that Chase Center. Beach. <laughs> Dude, I mess with. Bro. <laughs> be careful, beach. journalist. <laughs> hey, seriously, though, uh, on some beast talk, we – uh, me and E-Rock was in, in – out here one night. I think we was at Daylight, and it was uh, after Pro Bowl. Okay. And, uh, and Bosa came through with, with some of the other guys to the club. And he came in and stood next. That dude is a fucking a whole ass man. Like that dude is on another. Like he's a beast. So crazy. Like dude is a monster. Like so. Uh, I took his hand at the JP Morgan Club at Chase Center. I was like, man, that looks like Kenlaw. And I'm like, Javon Kenlaw. I was like, what's up, sir? And we follow each other on IG, and he's he's responsive. I'm like, man, nice. he shook my hand, almost broke my shit. I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, bro, you're huge. And I remember watching you call. He goes, bro. And he like, I, I look at dude's eyes and I could just tell, like, he wants to win. He wants to play. Yeah, for sure. No player out there wants to be injured. Like, this no. whole now, oh, man, he stays up. He's not trying to be injured. Dude wants to right. play. It's his livelihood. But he was like, I'm out here this off season. I'm not going anywhere. I'm ready to go. I'm hungry. And I was like, okay. Because he showed flashes. Like, all respect to Solomon Thomas, you really didn't get the flashes from him. Javon Kinlaw, you've seen flashes to where, okay, this dude could really be a good two-down, hopefully a three-down type of player. Michael Armstead. Michael Armstead. Armstead was always – we always looked at him. Yeah, he didn't put up the same numbers as Buckner did. But you you saw pieces of Armstead's game where you're like, you know what I mean, like uh, with the right people around him. And, and you know, obviously like the coach, you got Kasurik, who's obviously the no. best defensive line coach in the NFL, like what he's been able to do with him. But, yeah, I, I have full faith in, in Javon Kinlaw and – I've seen like his body transformation from what he came into the league with. Now seeing the videos of dude in the gym boxing, somebody reposted it and made a joke that he was screaming Grant every time that he was punching. <laughs> that was just fucking hilarious. But um, dude looks like he's out. Like dude looks like he's really about to like, yeah, you know, try to prove a lot of people wrong, which is you know what you want to see. So then it's trade time. It's trade right. time. It's trade time. We got our dude finally. Finally, Hopefully finally, next Steve Young because. Look, I like Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he helped change the culture of the 49ers. Not having to win a game when they made the trade for him. He wins those last five. We all of a sudden we're talking playoffs in 2018. We're talking right. playoffs because of one dude, and that was Jimmy Garoppolo. And then he gets hurt in week three in Kansas City, and he comes back, and they go to a Super Bowl. And we could all blame the Super Bowl on Jimmy. I think it was a little bit of Shanahan as well. It was a mixed thing. You know, it was all Mosley blowing it on third and 15 with Tyreel deep down the field. But Jimmy provided some memorable moments. So I don't want to shade him too much. But I thought after that season, I was like, look, Shanahan, you obviously don't trust this dude. You wouldn't call a timeout before the end of halftime of that Super Bowl. You let the clock run because you really didn't trust him. But then you throw the ball four straight times on the final drive. If you don't like the goo, just move on now. Let's just go. Right. Move on. If right. you want to go get Brady, go get Brady. But just move on and go get your guy. Go get your dude. So 
I'm finally thank God it wasn't Kirk Cousins, huh? Yeah, Kirk. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my Lord. That would have drove me crazy. Thank, thank God it wasn't Kirk. <laughs> oh, thank God it wasn't Kirk Cousins, man. And you know what? Jimmy was playing so bad. We started talking ourselves into Kirk Cousins. Like, yeah, oh, that's a fact. Kirk wouldn't be so bad. You know wouldn't what I mean? So like, bad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but we got Trey, and that's the biggest thing. It's Trey's team now. So I'm I'm looking forward to this football season, man. I think the Niners and that schedule stacked too. Yeah. Got Brady comes to the West Coast. You got Mahomes coming to Levi's. They play the Raiders in Vegas. You got Justin Herbert on Sunday night football and the Chargers at Levi Stadium, the Bolsa Bowl. Um it, it's gonna be lit for 49ers football, man. So yeah the Giants clock's ticking buddy. Niners are on yeah, the clock. Time is up. Well let me ask you this are you are you gonna make your stuff are you gonna make it out here for the Niner Raiders? That's so, a big question right there. That's that's everybody's trying like New Year's. Hey man, we're out here Vegas. now. So you got a place to cross, bro. I got you all day. I booked the flight. Okay. However, I booked the flight for Sunday morning. Cause I said I'm oh, not smart. Good. Yeah, I was yeah. like New Year's Eve in Vegas. Yeah. Everything's inflated. Do right. I don't like I love Vegas, but I love going to sporting events out there. Like I, I've for been sure. out there to summer league, Pac 12 tournament. Um, I love the sport, like the Vegas vibe, the club thing. I've never been a big club guy. You know what right. I'm saying? Tough. I'm, and I feel like an OG now. Like maybe I'll do it here and there, but like New Year's Eve, I know how wild it gets in Vegas. I'm flying in the morning of and then get out there at about 10 o'clock, uh, hopefully run to the books, get some live bets in, and then hit Allegiant Stadium up for that game. So I will be out there. Then I'll spend a night going into Monday. So we'll definitely hang go. out that Sunday night, man. And Oh, yeah, it's uh, on. That game because I got to get it's out there. Raiders, Niners in Vegas. That's going to be the one. Bro. I'll tell you, my phone will not stop ringing already. People are going, yo, where are you DJing at, like, on New Year's Eve? I mean, I don't have anything booked yet. So, hey, if any time buyers are watching this in <laughs> Vegas, I'm telling you, that's going to be the day to book me. But, yo, like, everyone is coming out here. So many people from back home in the Bay Area, they're like, yo, we're not missing this one. This is, like, literally the weekend to be in Vegas and it happens to be on New Year's Day. So Yeah, New Year's Day, that's that's wild. The NFL knew what they were doing with that one. And then week one, Chicago. Um, I'm there. I'm going to that one, too. Also, we'll see each other because the Giants yeah. are playing the Cubs that weekend. Exactly. I've never yep. been to Wrigley. My girl lived in, in Chicago for a year. I yeah. flew out there. All the time I flew out there, the Cubs were out of town. So we yep. went to a whack-ass whack Kansas City White Warriors, Sox. Chicago White Sox game. <laughs> That's sterile stadium. There's like 10,000 people. And I was like, man, this is trash, dog. No wonder everybody's yeah. a Cub fan. So Giants right. that Saturday at Wrigley Field. Of course, the Niners and Bears, Justin Fields and Trey Lance is going to be a lot of fun. That'd be a special hey, you, weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. And then the other, uh, I'm I booked uh, the Mexico City game against the Cardinals. Ooh. That's going to be fun. That's, 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 bro, that's I'm bummed I'm missing yeah, that one. Yeah, that's that's going to be crazy. So I, those are those are the away games that I've circled thus far. Luckily, I don't have to worry about the Niner Raider game this year. I can literally right. roll out of bed and take a seven minute Uber ride to the <laughs> stadium, which is going to be you said you're going to Uber out beautiful. your house. I, I was thinking about. He it. was like, "Yo, I'm gonna Uber my house. I'm not an Uber. I'm sorry. Uh, Airbnb, Airbnb your house yeah. out. I was yeah, like, yo, I mean, you might cash it. out. You know? Right. Yeah, for real. <laughs> nah, I, I ain't doing that. It's not. not I, I, I did say. I said I wouldn't do it to a Raider fan. I said if it was a 49er fan, man. right? I was like, I, I don't trust no Raider fans yeah, in my nah. house. Can't trust no Raider fans in there, man. We wildin', dog. That white paint gonna be all nicked <laughs> on. Yeah, done. Nah, done. <laughs> Can't even do it, man. But no, uh, well, all right. Well, let me ask you this: give me your uh, give me your season predictions for the 49ers. I know it's way early, but you know, I just where where do you, and, and it doesn't have to be they do this and this, but like where do you, are they a playoff team? Let me ask you that. I, I believe they're a playoff team because that defense travels. That right. defense is going to travel, and I love the running back room, man. I think you know Elijah Mitchell showed us a lot of heart last year. 
I love the new dude out of LSU. Was it Tyrion Davis or whatnot? Tyrion Davis, uh, yeah. Tyrion Davis looks good, physical, bruiser. And then, look, I still haven't lost out hope on Trey Sermon. I think Trey Sermon, they, they need, you know what they need? And this is why I wanted James Cook out of Georgia so bad. I was like, this is good. You match him up on a linebacker in a route, he's going to beat him all day long. They need that threat out of the backfield to catch passes. You right. can't be that threat. You check, we've seen it, but Jimmy couldn't hit him down the sideline or whatnot. Whatever. They need that other threat, though, coming out of the backfield, some guy with the juice that they wanted in Jarek McKinnon. And unfortunately, the injuries caught up to Jarek McKinnon to where he couldn't bring you that juice out of the backfield. So I'm looking, can Trey Sermon provide me with that? Can he provide the Niners with that? But I think Ayuk's going to explode this year. Um, and look, this schedule's stacked. Like, they may go 9-8 and eight at the playoffs. You know, they right. got to play at Denver against Russell yeah. Wilson. That's, well, no, that's no, no joke. Uh, yeah. Chicago opening weekend is going to be tough. It's the Bears. Uh, you got the Rams, the Super Bowl champs. At Carolina is going to be intriguing. I still think they're a playoff team, though. They're right there knocking on the door. And then it's that all Miami game could be right. sneaky. Yeah, the Miami game is – uh. Yeah, that's going to be sneaky. That's going to be that sneaky. Be Mike sneaky McDaniel, one. and they got a lot yeah. of speed on that field. Now, that's a sneaky right. tough game. Tampa Bay, yeah. obviously. The Saints. The, the Saints, Saints got Travis yeah. Landry and Alvin Kamara. They got a good defense. Um, Arizona, you never know what they're going to bring to the table. Washington with that front four. Chase Young and company. This schedule stacked, man. It's going to be a grind this year, but I still believe they'll make the playoffs. Do they make the NFC Championship game? Who knows? It's too early to tell, right? But – They've shown in the past that they can win on the road. They can win in cold weather because of the running game and the defense. They can win outdoors. They can win inside. So I like their chances to make some noise this year in the NFC, no doubt about that. But I, I definitely think they'll be a playoff team. They're too stacked. They've got so much talent. Ah uh, man, I, 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 first of all, I appreciate you making the time, bro. Like, we yeah. could talk sports literally all day, oh, you man. and I, for sure. And we, we do a lot of the times uh, – Maybe next time we'll let Shasky chime in. He could definitely fill an hour for sure. But hey, if you get <laughs> Shasky on, we get you two questions in the first hour. <laughs> We're the only show at 9570 game that goes free on Mondays because the boss is like, yo, y'all can talk, man. I don't need to hear from this beat writer on what the 49ers right. did. Y'all live it. So right. yeah, now nah, you get us on the same podcast, it just doesn't work. Doesn't work. Nah, we'll, we'll have to do that, man. Maybe maybe we'll we'll plan something for uh when you guys are both out in Vegas or, or covering yeah. something. Maybe obviously like not the the Niner Raider game because that weekend's just gonna be crazy. So, yeah. but I know you guys used to probably come out for like some of the boxing events. They would show yeah. like they would send the morning shows and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So we'll yeah. definitely get something where we get you and Shasky out there together because man. Yeah. I love that dude. He is just full of energy, and oh, I, I, I love his uh, crazy optimism and then pessimistic attitude, all in the same uh, take. So I love that man. I love Shasky. Hey, but you know what? I love. He's a fan. He wears his uh, he wears his heart on his sleeve, and you know, it's, it's dope. It makes for good radio. So you guys balance each other out. I love it. Oh yeah, nah. He he he's dope, man. We we started doing that Niners pre and post game show. Boss Kev does it. We're screaming into the mics right after the game, and all of a sudden the numbers are going up, and we start doing that post game show, man, and. Lines were already lit up. By the time we got on the air, there was five calls already on the deck. And they're like, yo, let's go. And so we parlayed that into the morning show. And, you know, he's a good dude, man. He, he's passionate. He loves – he's Bay Area through and through. Like, he's never leaving this market. You know what I'm saying? Ever. No. He is no. Bay through and through. He doesn't care about the Cowboys. He don't care about the Chargers. It's all about the Niners, Giants, and the Warriors. He does not care. And he'll cater for each and every team out here. So – yeah, we'll get out to Vegas, man, whether it's Summer League, because I got FOMO right now not being out there yeah. in Summer League, man. Summer League's a great time. 
Great it is. It's, it's, it's been popping. And DJ E Rock's out there living. I'm like, damn, man, it's it's going down in Vegas, man. You got hoops, shorts, sunshine. It's, not bad. It's going man. on. It's, yeah, it's a good it's a good time to be out in Vegas, man. But yo, seriously, we'll get you out here soon. Appreciate you. We'll get a slurpee. Oh yeah, E Rock out the way, man. E Rock will provide the slurpees and the uh, musical <laughs> entertainment. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, seriously, man. Again, like. So happy for you, dude. Couldn't be prouder and happy for everything that you've accomplished. Like I said, I know your story. We, you know, we 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 grew up and came around, uh, you know, in the same circles, and mm-hmm. it's just really dope to see somebody from from our area make it, who's lived it, who's been a fan of it, who now gets to do it for a living. Man, there's nothing more gratifying and more satisfying. Like I said, nobody better deserving of everything you've accomplished, and can't wait to see what else you got coming up, man. I appreciate that, Boss Kev, man. Those are kind words, man. And again, we we have random conversations when something's going down with the team. Man, what the hell's going on with this one, man? And we'll rap for 30 minutes. I'm like, well, right. damn, I got to go chase a baby diaper real quick, man. <laughs> you know, it's all bad when we get on the phone, man. We start texting, man. And it's, hey, man, did you forget to do this? Oh, yeah, my bad, man. And, you know, here it is, 430. We've been talking for about an hour and a half. So, uh, no, nah, I appreciate the words, man. It's fun. I love it. It's something we would do for free, right? It's every man's dream. Working sports is a toy department of life. And I know about you guys' grind going through the radio wars and out there living in Vegas, doing the damn thing, man. I'm jealous, man. Vasquez got houses getting constructed. DJ <laughs> Ebron been all over Cali and Vegas, spinning, talking to Draymond Green and not knowing who <laughs> your meet Mercedes is. I, like, yo, I, I didn't know who he was. Too. I felt man, bad. I'm out here. I'm out here in the nursery. We got DJ Ebron <laughs> in his fresh-ass studio. Vasquez <laughs> chilling in the penthouse, man. Life is good for y'all. <laughs> hey man, we are we're all blessed. Let's just leave it yeah, no at doubt. that. Huh? No doubt, no doubt. It's always fun, man. We'll do it again soon. Absolutely, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. No doubt. And cut.